What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Bishop Brigante. Welcome to an episode of R&R, Risk and Rewards. This is the show where we talk to some of your favorite personalities about some of the risks that they've taken in their careers to get where they are today. And I got a really special, special guest right now, all the way from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, representing, you know what I'm saying? Good friend of mine, one half of the Higher Learning Podcast, Please welcome Van Latham. What's going on, my G? Bishop, what up? I just want to tell everybody out here that's listening to this, support this man, Bishop Brigante, in any way that you can. This is a stand-up, talented individual, and he is endorsed in Baton Rouge. It's official, Bishop. It's official. You are official in Baton Rouge. Now. I take it. I take it. I take it. And likewise, <laughs> likewise for you in Toronto, and even more specifically in Scarborough. You know what I'm saying? Well, I always been made official in Toronto, though. Chrome yeah, ass. You getting the Chrome ass made oh. me official. That's right. <laughs> I saw your tweet too. <laughs> I saw your tweet too. That was for you. You didn't even bite. You didn't bite. I made that tweet specifically for you to troll you. You know what's crazy? I'm not, I wasn't even mad at it though. I wasn't even mad at it. <laughs> and, and, and and I've seen I've seen your work. I know how you get right. Back. So you know what the deal is. <laughs> okay, so thank you for being here. Um it's really simple. Two questions. I'm gonna start with the first one. So your best risk you've taken, it's from cards, dice to life, whatever it was. Tell us about the one risk you took that was a great come up. Obviously, if you know anything about me, uh, you know that the biggest risk that I took was when Kanye came to the office mm. and I was working at TMZ. He said something crazy and I got at him. Here's the thing about it, though. This is the interesting. I didn't realize that it was a risk until after because... I was just compelled to say something in that moment. So it really crystallized for me in my brain after when people were like, hey man, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you said that. I'm glad you said something and stuff like that, that that could have gone wrong. Right. But it could have gone wrong. It could have cost me my job. I could have made a fool out of myself in front of one of the most famous men in the world, the entire deal, but it wasn't. And the lesson that I learned from that is if your spirit moves, you listen. Because mm. even if things do go wrong, right? Even if things do go wrong, there's purpose to it. As long as it's authentic, listen to inspiration. I was mm. inspired more than maybe any other time in my life in that moment to say something. My brain and my body told me to say something and it just happened to work out. So listen to that intuition. And that moment, like literally, I mean, for all the way to Canada, all the way to Toronto, everywhere around the world. That was like, you know, front page news, front page, uh, you know, everything, every blog had right. it, everybody was, so, you know, that, uh, so th that obviously propelled you to uh, new heights as well, right? Sure, sure. It got me right away after that happened. One of the biggest things in my life happened. I got a speaking engagement at Humber College. Wow. Humber College up there in Toronto. That was one of the first big speaking bags I made. I'm not going to tell you how much they paid me, but Humber College must have a lot of bread. <laughs> uh, but but no, I think what it did was, you know, coming from TMZ, there's a uh, there's a, a well-earned reputation that the organization has, and it'll give make some people give you the side eye. I think that it allowed me to go forth and be myself. People looked at me and they go, okay, uh, 
this guy doesn't mean any harm. Let's see what he's about. And then after that, once you have a platform, it's just up to you to execute your vision in the way that most speaks to your personality, your wants and your needs and what it is that you want to say. And I think I've been able to do that. Absolutely. Let me ask you one question about that specific situation. I don't know if uh, anybody's ever asked you, but did the conversation go longer after the cameras were off? Like how long? No. Did that... So no. has there been any more conversation yeah. with Kanye afterwards? And like, was there a, a respect developed there? Sure, absolutely. Uh, he called that night um, and he got my phone number. He called that night. He invited me out to Calabasas. I did not go. Uh, just because at that point, I didn't think it was appropriate. Right. You know what I mean? I talked to him. We talked as black men who had a difference of opinion on something. Yeah, he probably wasn't in his his best state of mind when he was up there. Right. And that's, that's you know, have to be fair to him in that respect. Um, but, but yeah, uh, he, he had invited me to come out to Calabasas. I didn't go. Now, look, I didn't know. He didn't tell me who was there. He didn't tell me. This is the thing. He said, yo, come out to Calabasas. We're talking and stuff like that. Uh, he didn't tell me, yo, come out to Calabasas is me, Dave Chappelle, Talib Kweli, and all of this. That's all the people that happened to be at his house that night. I found out later, I could have been kicking it. Who knows? But he didn't tell me. I thought it would be, I thought it was more important to uh, respect the moment and not be on some Hollywood shit and kind of not not chill with him. But that, and then we emailed back and forth for a while. But, you know, he's a very creative guy. He gets into his creative mode. And, um, uh, that's so that kind of was the end of it. That's mm-hmm. that's one thing that I know about you just from the time that we've, you know, become friends and, and been kicking it and, and, you know, all of our little adventures we've been on online and stuff like that. One thing I've learned about you, even just from our, our phone calls and stuff like that, is that you're big. It's very apparent how self-aware you are, how self-aware you are about the things that you stand for and you're strong, you have strong feelings about and integrity. That's one thing that I got to salute you for because, you know, you'll go right to the source of any situation that's going on and, and, and say exactly how you feel about something and you won't hold back on it and you'll get to the bottom of it. And there's always going to be a high level of respect throughout the entire situation. That's why I like, I got a lot of respect in it. And it's, it's inspiring to see that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. You know why? Because it's all love, no clout. All uh, love. Exactly. I, I believe, I believe that I can find a common ground with most people on this earth, right? Even some of these people that have these vile, vile, terrible things. I believe that if you put me in a room with them and we talk, well, we can get to it. Now we don't always get that opportunity. Sometimes you just got to shoot down bad ideas. That's the way it goes too. Right. But me and you, I think the interesting thing about our friendship is it was as organic a friendship as I've made for a long time because we, it wasn't nothing. It was just like we talking on Clubhouse. Right. And we talking all the time and we we figuring it out. We figuring which jokes, we figuring our triggers, we yep. figuring out times that we don't agree. Yep. And so that's how it is. You know, it. I live in LA and I love LA, but you know, it was easier for me to make friends after the Kanye because, right. <laughs> but, uh, so so now nah, so it, it's real and i got a lot of respect for you because you got real morals and values word okay here's my here's my second question right i gotta flip the coin now so that word. was your that was your greatest gamble you took okay. and the best come up now tell us van lathan what was your worst gamble you ever took with the worst outcome ever okay well there haven't been too many super bad outcomes I would say there haven't been too many, but there's one that a story that I don't think I've ever told publicly, 
It's like when I first got out to LA, um, I'm going to a place out here in LA, it's called Sky Bar. She, she will never remember this. She, there's no way she will remember this. <laughs> um, I'm going out to a place in LA called Sky Bar. Yeah. And so Sky Bar's in the Mondrian Hotel. And so at that point, this is like 2006 or something like that. Sky Bar was the most popping place that you could go. It was the uh, it was the spot, right? Mm. Now there were two ways to get in Sky Bar. One was the LA way, which is go stand in line, and then hope that someone lets you in there. Right. That wasn't gonna happen for us. Me and my crew, my boy Dan, my boy Mike, my boy Will, like that wasn't gonna happen, right? Uh, so we came up with a with a uh, a workaround. So if you went to the Mondrian Hotel, right? Yeah. And you ate dinner in uh, their restaurant right there essentially all they would do is rope the restaurant off right there and then when they rope the restaurant off that that poolside became sky bar so what we did was we ate dinner there and then we just walked over the rope (laughs) to where the most famous people in la were at this time right and and in there was sonata lathan and so I see Sanaa Lathan over there, and I'm like, damn. You know, I've had a couple of drinks. I'm like, wow. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, you're here. So you might as well. And my name is Van Lathan. Obviously, she's Sanaa Lathan. No relation. Right, right. So I walk over to her, and I go, hey, what's up? My name is Van Lathan. So I'm just letting you know. I know in Hollywood, you don't want to ruin your brand. If we get married, you can keep the last name. I thought that was the most I Fire. thought I was going to get a laugh. <laughs> or I thought it was I thought I thought I at least was going to get uh show me your ID. Is that really your name? Minimum. I thought I was at least, Minimum. I've met I I've, I've seen her I've seen her since, right? I've never brought this up to her. This has happened she's never ever <laughs> And um and I thought she legitimately looked at me like I was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> when I say I think I startled her, like it, I think she was taken aback. Remember like at this was time, I'm like, yeah, like I'm 350 pounds at this point. This was before. <laughs> so I'm, I, she literally goes, <laughs> and like, then she, then she like scurried away. And I start looking around for a second and I see people and people are looking, you know, who was looking? Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Like Nick Carter was over there, and, and when when she kind of darted away, Nick Carter was kind of looking at me. Everybody was like, "I was like, like what did I he do?" I thought to myself, "He didn't do nothing. He was." No, I mean, like mind. they were looking at you. Like, what did he do? Yo, yeah, they, yeah. Looked, they were looking at me like, "What did this guy just do to her?" I thought I'll never make it in LA. I, I never. I thought. <laughs> I, I thought. I, I thought I'll never make it here. That was fifteen years ago. But yeah, that's that was the that's the most. I, I'm. It's hard for a guy like me to get embarrassed. That's the most embarrassed I've ever been in my life. Wow. So have yeah. you? So so you've never brought it up to her though. Never brought it up to her. I saw her at an Oscar party a couple of years ago. I saw her at uh, shout out to my man Tay Diggs. We went to a premiere of a movie that she was in with him. I saw her there. Never brought it up to her, but she wouldn't have recognized me anyway because I lost hundred pounds. Right. So right. right. So so like I she she wouldn't remember it at all. Oh man. Well, she's gonna hear about it now. Gonna hear about it now. <laughs> she's gonna hear about it now. Yo, that's dope, man. Listen. That's wild. That's dope. I thought, I, me personally, I'm thinking like that was slick. I thought that was slick. I thought I she, thought she, it I was thought she was fight. Well, you know, I got bars in my in my whole battle rap yeah, situation. Yeah. You know, you know how I get down. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I drop 
bars like Rikers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I listen, do my whole thing. Listen, bro. don't 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 shut the internet down, all right? One story at a time. <laughs> when I started doing when I started doing the segments on Van Lathan's re, uh, return to battle rap, we'll start calling them out because I know you're ready for Loaded Lux. I know you're ready for Murder Mook. I'm ready for Loaded. I'm ready for Mook. I'm ready for Sue Surf. I'm ready for all of them, man. Right, so Marv, I'm... Math, all of them. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work out the, the, I'm gonna middleman these negotiations to see where, what league we're, gonna, we're gonna make your debut on. You know what I'm saying? That might, yeah. You know, we might have to update your your episode because that might not be your best, uh, <laughs> your best gamble. Anyways, yo, Van. Thank you so much for being here. This has been a dope episode Maybe. of R&R, &R, Risk and Rewards, the show where we talk to your favorite personalities about some of the risks they took to get here where they are today. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow all the socials. I'm Bishop Bergante. Peace.